All right, you guys, real quick before we start the episode, we hear a lot these days about self-love and loving yourself and loving others. And what I really want you guys to focus in on is how to know your self-worth, to appreciate and understand what you are worth. Now, I believe that leads to self-love and to loving others, but the first step is really knowing your self-worth. And if you want to learn how to do that, go pick up my free book, It's Not You, It's Me book.com, and you will be able to learn how to start loving yourself more. Also, you can pick up my journal with it. The Boldology Journal will help you start creating patterns and thought processes that will help you learn to know your self-worth, love yourself, and then love others more. So go do that today. Also, I wanted to read just a couple reviews that you guys have left us because we want you to know how much we appreciate them and what a big difference it can make for people looking to find us. We have one from Curtis C.F., I admire how you can overcome such controversial obstacle and that do it in such a positive way. Thank you. I'm sure you will inspire many others. There's another one here from Colson. So much authenticity and vulnerability in one setting. A fun listen that will energize you to improve your relationships. So awesome. Thank you, man. We also have one says, found this podcast and quickly found myself listening every chance I could. This story is very encouraging, uplifted, funny, and all the things. So if you have a chance today, go drop us a review and a rating. Um, And if not, screenshot it and share it on Instagram and Facebook so that other people can find it. We really appreciate it when you do this, and it really does help our numbers and helps us spread the word. So go be bold today, love yourself some more, and acknowledge and understand your self-worth. So did you feel like you were ready to date pretty quick after the divorce was final because you'd had all this time? No. And here's one of the reasons why I was still living at my parents' house. So you felt like you needed to be more on your own. Yeah. I didn't feel as though I could stay at my parents' house and really seriously date somebody and get serious with somebody. Because, I mean, here's this, how old was I? I was 27, divorced and living at my parents' house with two kids. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Okay, so I think today we should go back to where we were at with Matt and continue that up. Where was I? Well, you were just meeting um, Anne's new man. Can we... What what year is this? This is 2011. Yes. Okay. Because, yeah, last time we left off with... You talked about like the nine months between separation and divorce, and then, yeah, I think we had just gotten. You were officially getting divorced. Anne's three months pregnant. Can we give Anne's man a name? Yeah, what are we gonna call him? I don't know. I I was gonna say Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be Hank. That's not gonna work. Use that. What about 
Oh, that rhymes. So that's not going to work. I was going to say Frank. Bill. Hank, Bill. <laughs> you want him to be Hank and Frank. <laughs> that's why I said we like can't do book, that. Yeah, the Hank and Frank. I the loved that book growing up. <laughs> the brothers so who, funny. who paint the houses all the wrong Did colors. Did you read that, Matt? What? Oh. I didn't read Hank it. and Frank are brothers and they're painters. And they're One really, of them really bad painters. So they go to the wrong house and paint it all. And the guy gets really mad. But when he's done, he likes it. Hmm. Anyways, I think we should call him Bill. Bill. We can do that. Anne and Bill. Anne and Bill. So do you remember meeting Bill? I don't. You don't? I tried really hard to rack my memory. When did Bill of, come into Anne's life? Do you know? I think like... Three to four three, months before three, your divorce. <laughs> three months prior. At least three months prior because she was three months pregnant okay, when they got right. divorced. Yes. So somewhere right around there. I forgot yeah. that. I pulled out my uh, original divorce decree. Did you? Yeah, I did. And I was reading through little, like what the uh, what the arrangements were. A little trip down memory lane. Yeah. Where do I even start flipping through this? So you know what? Thinking about this actually is something that advice that you give somebody as they're going through a divorce like do you have things i know my aunt gave me advice when i was having our divorce decree written up what was that advice some things she encouraged me to do and steve knows this aunt loves him Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we also like steve said he wasn't in a position to have penny at that point because you were so you just didn't know what was going on you were in a very and she said and i also flat out said i will sign whatever Yes. Whatever you want me to sign, I will sign. Like, I have done this to us. Whatever you need to feel comfortable moving forward in our divorce, I will sign. And so we do have an interesting divorce decree considering our relationship. Yes. But one of the things she really encouraged me to do was, like, just make sure that there were things that protected Penny in case something came up. Like, in case you went off the deep end by some chance. Things regarding like alcohol and drugs. No, (laughs) you were able to keep it together. You did well. But in our divorce decree, I have 100% everything, which is nuts. So you bring up, you bring up like, so I have in here, there's a clause, alcohol and tobacco. And in the original divorce decree, it said, neither party shall be allowed and shall not allow any other person to become intoxicated in the presence of their minor children. Further, if either party shows signs of intoxication at the custody exchange, the intoxicated party shall not be entitled to visitation until he or she is no longer intoxicated. Wow. Neither party shall be allowed and shall not allow any other person to smoke in the presence of their minor children when indoors or traveling in cars. Hmm. That's interesting. Is Which are things, huh? Is this still? No. no. Oh, it's not. This in. is the no, original one. This is the one. original one. This was redone just a few years ago, right? Since you and I have been married. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So here's how the regular visitation happened. Now, we'll see if you guys can get this. Ready? It's a puzzle. (laughs) Father shall have visitation with the minor children according to schedule. Okay. It says week one. Father shall have visitation from Monday at 7.30 p.m. until the following Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. And from Friday at 8 a.m. until the following Monday at 11.30 a.m. Week two, father shall have visitation from Monday at 7.30 p.m. until the following Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. from Friday at 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. 
and from Saturday to 8 a.m. until the following Monday at 11.30 a.m. That is messed up. <laughs> yeah, why, why those times and why? So it was, nuts. Yeah. it was really, it was important to me to have my kids for church and, for family, church home and family home evening. And I wanted them the majority of the time. And so with this, I had them, it was right around 65, almost 70% of the time. Yeah. Have we explained so. what family home evening is? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it last okay. time. Family night, Monday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Church thing. Um, <clears throat> church thing. Okay. So you guys were still doing this <laughs> yep. when we got married. Like this stayed in place basically until we got married. Yeah. It was a little different, but not much. I yeah. lost track there. How many, what percent custody is that? 50-50? He just said like... he thought it was like 60 or he had 65, yeah. 70%. Okay. But yeah, we treated it. But I do think it's important to be very logical when you're writing, like when you're putting together your divorce decree, like think about things that are really important to you that you can try and get in there. Even if you're not going to get all the custody, custody you want, whatever, focus on maybe other things that are important to you. Because I do think it's legit to have some of that stuff in there and there's no harm in trying. But I mean, it's, it's written in here. <clears throat> Basically, it's, it's equal equally shared custody. Yeah. And so I had somebody that reached out to me recently and she was talking about, you know, they're in the process of getting a divorce and whatever. And she's freaking out because she's not getting full custody and she's very worried about it and whatever. And I said, listen, she's like, well, he just doesn't show up and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you go and you get whatever custody you can now. And then you document the crap out of it when he doesn't show up to pick up his kid when he asks you to take the kid on his time and all of these things, like you document those things because down any the road, deviations and yeah, any deviations and try as best you can to not give up your time and to not stray from when you have your kid right. and then go in and take that to the court later on down the road. But when you're writing this out and you're concerned about those things and you're not getting what you want, step back and think of it this way. If they're not willing to show up now, they're probably not going to show up later. And so you're going to be okay. Like, just document it. Yep. Documentation. This is how well I was documented. Ready for this? I was able to, it says, to father as his sole and separate property. I had a 1998 Toyota Camry. Boom. Got it. Oh, score. <laughs> yeah. One wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> I got the wedding ring back. <laughs> One bedroom set. Can we talk about the wedding ring? Sure, go for it. Where's the wedding ring? <laughs> well, we had yeah. it in a safe until two years ago. Yeah, we just moved into this house. Yeah. And then we were in the middle of another court battle, and Matt was ticked, so we went and hawked it at the pawn <laughs> shop. <laughs> I was about to say, where, a pawn shop? <laughs> yep. Wow. Didn't get much money for it, but I think you felt better after. Oh, it felt good. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where ours are? You have mine. I do. Yeah. My No. He's I saving it, right? saving it for Penny if she wants it. Yeah, the original, well, one of the things that Anne wanted to do with this wedding ring was she wanted to melt it down and make earrings for our daughter with it. <laughs> Real diamond earrings for a kid. Anyways, so then I got one, room, one dining room table. I say what? when they're 16. That's my thing. I told Steve if he wanted to give Penny my diamond before she, like, he can wait whenever it's your call. But 
I said, wait at least until she's 16. If you're going to give a kid a valuable piece of jewelry, oh my gosh, <laughs> a valuable piece of jewelry, wait until you're 16. How did that end up being in my possession and my decision? Something when we got married, Matt snuck it out to you because you wanted it for oh, some reason. Oh, yeah. You guys told me that, and I don't know oh, that's why. Right. You were, I think you were thinking about doing something for Penny at that point and then decided it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a good call. Anyways. Anyways, and I got the washer and dryer. <laughs> you killed it, Matt. Yeah. Bumps, man. Boom. <laughs> Steve and I didn't have anything. <laughs> I got a six-piece sectional. Six-piece sectional. And I got, I got two-sixths of it. <laughs> no, you got more than that. Now Matt and I have it all. Okay, Steve and I have switched furniture around a lot since we've been married. Matt's done that a lot where we've moved, swapped furniture. <laughs> I think we shared that in an episode once, didn't we? Or no, it was just no. an Instagram thing. So anyways, I think that's going through a custody battle can be very intense and hard. Yeah. But just it's so much easier if you can just learn to let a few things go and talk to each other through it like just don't get hung up on dumb little things let some things go it's the, all going to be okay the other advice where did i hear this in like the last 48 hours was it from one of you i don't know say netflix. it netflix <laughs> i don't know netflix and someone i think it was something on netflix but when he was enjoying being single last night was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes netflix was part of it i didn't have to consult anyone on what are we going to watch tonight no but I doesn't net i wanted. did you know that next netflix and chill has some connotation yeah, of course it does yeah, okay did you not know did that? i didn't know that until recently really i'm not down well, with don't the times invite guys anyone over for netflix and chill Okay. Yeah, that was going to be your next, Matt. next young women's uh, <laughs> activity. Themed. Yeah. Themed. A themed oh, activity. Oh, gosh. That Netflix is horrible. Anyway, okay, this see. great advice from whatever show I was watching on Netflix. So another thing that hey, I... No, let me finish. Oh, sorry. My great advice <laughs> Oh, <laughs> was when it comes to your divorce decree, separate out the fact that just because your ex may not have been a good spouse doesn't mean they're not a good parent. And so in true. your divorce decree for the sake of your kids, you need to keep those things separate as One much as the, possible. Hard yeah. to do. But just because they have wronged you doesn't necessarily mean they have wronged your kids or yeah. vice versa. Just because you and that person are not good spending yeah. time together doesn't mean that that person isn't good spending time with your kids. I also feel that your kids are going to see who their parents really are. Like yes. they're going to see who we are. They're going to see who the other parent is. They need to come to that conclusion on their own as much as possible. And so that's something that has to be their realization of who's got their back, really, who's really there for them, who's being a parent to them. So even though that's hard to watch sometimes, it's still an important thing for kids to go through. And I'm sure there are some parents that are not fit to be in your kid's life. And if of that's the not. case, you fight for full custody and you get yeah. it. Yeah. Document. Documentation, people. But if, in fact, this person is a fit parent and... It's an important relationship. Yeah. And if you deny your child that relationship with their other parent, I mean, that could come back and bite you in the butt. There will be a lot of resentment there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt, what were you going to say? I've learned that on other Netflix shows. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Netflix teaches so much these days. (laughs) 
So I was also going through, I'm like, okay, how can I pull some more memories of this time during my life of where I was at? And I started looking at all of my Facebook feed <laughs> from, from that time. And basically it's... That's Hank and Sarah. Yeah. That's Hank? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so He wasn't I mean, as skinny as he is now. Is that what's throwing you off? Yeah, doesn't even look like him. Look at that one. Whoa. <laughs> and one thing that oh, I wanted to make cute. a point of as well, and I don't know if we brought this up or not, but we try not to post pictures of Matt's kids. There yeah. are a couple out there, but out of respect for Anne, we're and trying. Requests. Yeah, so it's not that we just only take pictures of Penny or... <laughs> whatever yep. it's just that we've been asked not to yeah, do that's that. such so. a jerk he doesn't ever take pictures of his kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like steph may right there <laughs> yes he did <laughs> flashback to like, episode like three one of steph's may yeah. steph may's like personalities yeah. so anyways i was just gonna say we'll post these but we won't no i can't anyways so that's part of why but it what did you remember matt we've had some really cute pictures of like all the kids or all of us that we wanted to post yeah. and didn't because no, but of that. What I was going to say is my full focus, obviously, by my Facebook profile at this time in my life went your, fully to my kids. Your kids. And I'm it's like, and, and I remember like, I think it was one of my cousins like, oh, we never, we see pictures of your kids, but we never see pictures of you. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing to see here. Like my kids are. <laughs> but this was what year again? 2011. Matt didn't know how to take a selfie in 2011. <laughs> well, here's, here was my. I didn't really, probably, I probably didn't take my first selfie until last year. <laughs> Matt and I aren't very good selfie takers. I thought it was just vain. Yeah. We're it trying is. to get better. It's a vain and beautiful thing. <laughs> a vain and beautiful thing. <laughs> These pictures are so stinking cute. Aren't they cute? I can't get over little Hank. <laughs> and so, okay, so this is another question I wanted to ask you. The one about Bill was, I wanted to know what that was like, but you don't remember. I don't remember the initial. That's okay. I remember meeting Bill. Yeah, but you we'll talked get to that about later. that. Oh yeah, I did. Did I? <laughs> yes. But the other thing I was wondering is, okay, so you go through this time where you're not dating, but you're basically single. Yeah. And then you get divorced. Yeah. And what happened? Did you just like dive right into dating, or what did you do? When? Wait, what? When you're officially divorced. Hold on. Just get engaged to Jessica ten days later, so, or what? Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Let me back up a little bit. Also, my focus went, because I had a lot of time, like, by myself with my kids at this time in my parents' house. Yeah. And I was, like, writing up all sorts of business plans. Of course you were. Like, okay, I could do this. I could do this. I could do, <laughs> I remember there was a, a Daily Deal site that I was going to do. Um, <laughs> anyways. I was what right. do you do when you get stressed out? Matt starts a new business. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. But this is when I started, I tried to work business or I wrote a business plan for doorstep packing and shipping. <laughs> so doorstep packing and shipping, that's where originally the ShipZoom name came about was for this. Anyways. Doorstep shipping. Doorstep packing and shipping. Okay, but I want to know dating. Oh, dating. We want to hear about, about dating. boxes and 
styrofoam peanuts. So did o- I? Only you think those are exciting minutes. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, but it was cool. Here, here's the thing. I had the whole shipping store, like a UPS store, out of my Honda Element. Oh my gosh, so cool! It's so rad. <laughs> I had no, mind you, this is 2011. Square had just come out. Mm. Okay, and I was showing up to people's doorsteps so they didn't have to go to the post office and packing up their package and shipping it from my car. It's a cool idea. 2011. Life changing. <laughs> yeah. So there's my excitement. Obviously, this was more exciting than dating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that because I know you dated a lot of girls. I did. Who'd you date? Who? No, you don't have to tell us who, but. Well, tell us about your dating. I don't like Do you remember your first date after you got divorced? Like the first date you went on. Do you remember the first chick you kissed? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> that face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you hadn't kissed a chick no. for a long time. No. Let's hear it. Okay, so tell us about it. <laughs> about the chick? About the chick, about whatever you remember, about dating again. First, You know, I just remember, I, I was, I mean, I was super horny, and I just wanted to <laughs> make out with a chick, and so I, yeah. So you just found a chick and went out with her and made out with her. Yeah. Did was, you take her out on a date? I don't even remember. All you remember is making out with her. I'm trying to think of something. Do you remember who she was? A title for this episode, like, Matt was horny. Matt's horniness. (laughs) I hate that word. Horny? Horny? Are we going to have to bleep that word? I don't know. It's fine. But that's the reality of the situation. I wanted to get some lippage. I hadn't had lippage for a long time. (laughs) Lippage. That's that's a term my dad used to use all the time. <laughs> Still does probably. <laughs> he, used so did me, you... he used to ask me every time I'd go on a date in high school, did you get any lippage? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so did you date a whole bunch of girls right off the bat? Did you like uh, yeah. I did I mean several girls. I remember right after like the divorce papers were final, like I got on what was it, LDS Singles or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. And? Tell us about it. <laughs> and I found people. In Boise. Women. You found lots of chicks women. in Boise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you are Steve's best but my straight best. friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, anybody who knows me well knows I can probably I can write copy pretty well. What does that mean? That copy. like the words the wording on wording websites on, and okay. yeah. Advertisements. Wording, letters. So Matt's advertising himself Basically, is what he's saying. That's what I was doing. <laughs> he oh. said he wrote good copy for himself. Yeah, I would I would message <laughs> I would message on LDS singles. I think it was LDS singles. I, I have no idea. But I would make sure the messages that I was sending to these women were very catchy. I can vouch for this. Not that we met this way, but stuff he would send me in messages was very, it no. was funny. I should have you take a look at my Tinder profile or my, my, <laughs> my, oh. my grinder. Yeah. Can you write the copy for Steve's <laughs> dating Your bestie app? could totally spruce it up. <laughs> Your bestie could totally spruce <laughs> So was it fun? It was a blast. You had fun dating me. I had, yeah, I totally okay, had Okay, wait. Fun. So there's an episode of 
steeping your name? episodes Byers. lately. Byers from uh, no, from, yeah, Netflix show. <laughs> the uh, oh my gosh, nailed it. Oh uh huh. What's her name? Nicole Byers. She has a podcast that's definitely explicit but the whole podcast is why won't you date me is what it's oh, called gosh. and it's her bringing people on the show that she had like one date with and then never heard from again she tracks them down like on tinder and whatever and says will you please come on my podcast and explain why you wouldn't date me wow <laughs> and like one night stands and, and like everyone from her past that's it is bold so bold and so funny but one of them is she has a professional review her Tinder profiles. <laughs> and it's just really funny. Totally inappropriate too, but <laughs> like analyzes funny. every picture, all the all the the copy, whatever you yeah. called it. Made me think of that. So I while I was still living at my parents' house, I started dating this girl who lived out in Cuna. And the trek from Boise to CUNA was a good 30 minutes. And I remember like I put my kids down to bed and then I let my parents know like, Hey, I'm going out to see this girl. And that got old really fast. Driving it's out to too Cuna. Far. It's too far. That's a long distance not, relationship, man. Yeah. Not worth the lippage. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I remember so she had an ex-husband and I remember her telling me like, and that's, this is where just knowing and understanding that when you're going to date again, like you're most likely, if you have kids, you're most likely going to get, you're going to start dating people who also have what we call quote unquote baggage, right? Yeah. Baggage. And this, and this, yeah. <laughs> this was my first realization of, whoa. I'm kind of getting myself into something that I don't want to necessarily get myself into. So that's something I felt like I was really good at when I was dating, like telling pretty quick. Getting some baggage? Yes. Like, well, <laughs> who has baggage, I'm guessing, is where you Who you're has go. baggage? Like, who has dealt with their baggage enough? Everyone has baggage. Everyone has baggage. It's required. It's just part of life. But like... Who has dealt with it in a healthy manner and who hasn't? Like, I remember going out with this one guy and just bashing his ex-wife like 10 minutes into our date. And I'm like, I'm done. This is not going to work. Clearly, you have a lot of unprocessed yes. emotions. <laughs> but did you feel like, Matt, like you were good at that? You yeah. could sort through? I could sort here. I was really good at figuring that out. And but a lot of times I just didn't want to let like, go of the lippage. I I had a couple of those too. Does you know. let me think about a word. This does the lippage merit the baggage? <laughs> In most cases, no. Did you date? Okay, so I know you dated one girl for quite a while, but did you date any other girls for a long time? So this girl out in Cuna, I dated for about two months. Okay, but that was kind of the longest, other than the girl I know about. Yeah. But in between those two, like I dated a lot. Yeah. So the weekends, there was every other Friday, I didn't have my kids. Yeah. And so every single one of those Fridays, I had a date lined up. And typically on the nights that I didn't have the kids during the week, which was every other Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I tried to have dates lined up. And I was, yeah. 
So did you feel like you were ready to date pretty quick after the divorce was final because you'd had all this time? No. No? And here's one of the reasons why. I was still living at my parents' house. So you felt like you needed to be more on your own? Yeah. I didn't feel as though I could stay at my parents' house and really seriously date somebody and get serious with somebody. Because, I mean, here's this. How old was I? I was 27, divorced, and living at my parents' house with two kids. Yeah, that doesn't come off, like, super great. It doesn't? Driving a 99 Camry. <laughs> I got rid of it by, that, by this time. It was a 2003 Honda Element. Remember the Element? I do remember yeah. the Element. For ship zoom? Come on. <laughs> uh, I remember. So I... So you felt... I was blessed with the fact that I had a recurring stream of revenue that yeah. I didn't have to really work too much at through credit card processing and setting up merchant accounts for various businesses. So how long after you got divorced did you move into your own place? Downtown? Yeah. It was about, I'd say about six months or so. Okay. Is that the house uh, let that me I look. know? Yes. Okay. That's when we all moved into the same neighborhood at the same time. Whoa. Downtown Boise was happening. We all moved oh. into the same church congregation within like a few weeks oh, of each we other. Oh, you, yeah. me, and Matt. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Um, it was meant to be. It really was, Steve quite honestly. Besties. <laughs> but what about like emotionally? Like, did you feel you were, you'd process things, you were ready? Ready for what? To date, to get into another. Did you want a serious relationship right off the bat or were you more just having fun? What are you looking at? I'm pulling up timeline oh it's not a big deal checking instagram or something (laughs) he kind of is yeah whoops i want to know if you had any i wasn't necessarily i had a bad experience i I had a bad experience (laughs) isn't that in the italian job yes (laughs) yeah i like that movie anyways but I did. Jessica, I, had a bad I just ex- want to point out that you were funny just now. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Intentionally. <laughs> a bad experience. And I did. And I wasn't going to rush into it. And I didn't want to rush into it. So I didn't. I had fun. Did you ever have any moments where you're just like, I cannot do this. I do not want to date. I do not want a relationship. No. I'm staying single forever. Oh, uh, yeah, I did once. <laughs> Let's hear what? about it. I want to hear about it. This is going to fast forward our timeline real fast. Oh. Just tell okay. them the story. It is kind of funny. So I, I mean, I had been dating this other gal for about nine months. Jessica's predecessor? Yes. Yeah. And um, it wasn't really going anywhere. And I wish that it was because I, I really liked this girl. And I just kind of came to the realization it was just stagnant. She's the one that you were dating when you and I met and started mountain biking together. Yeah. Yes. And became besties. Yeah. As it, Oh, if we're not airing that episode we recorded last night, no one's going to hear the besties. That's in the story. first part of it. That but is we that are going to air before we played before we air this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll have it air before then. Okay. Well, me and Matt as besties, that's an inside joke now. <laughs> that you may or may not have heard right now. <laughs> depending when we drop the episodes. Yes, depending on what order we decide to air these in. <laughs> All right, so keep going. And so I had felt that this relationship was very, very stagnant and I didn't know where to go with it. Yeah. 
And yeah, I felt as though I've given this a really good go. And I don't know if I'll ever get married again. There was also another thought. I tried to take that, you know that ring that I pawned off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried to take that ring back to where I bought it. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, obviously I was very innocent and ignorant and yeah. didn't know how these. Hey, what's your return policy? Yeah, exactly. You know, 1,200 days. Yeah. And so I actually, back. I talked to the owner of this, this uh, jewelry shop. And he's like, yeah, typically people, as he's looking at the ring, he's like, yeah, typically people don't, you know, bring these back because we don't give them very much money for them. And and (laughs) basically looked at him and said, just give me an offer. I don't even care. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, oh, it's that bad, huh? (laughs) I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. (laughs) So he gave me an offer and he's like, honestly, I would keep it for a while. And yeah. See what happens. Maybe you'll want the diamonds. Yeah. Okay, but the funny part about this is, is Matt, when he felt this, like, I just don't think I'm going to get married again. I don't want to date anymore. The person he vented all of that to was me. (laughs) Can you believe that? How did I not know that? The first time, not the first time we hung out, but like, the first time that I thought, okay, this might be able to go somewhere. He's telling me all of this. And I am just sitting there thinking, so here's okay, how this happens, Matt, Steve. okay. Like, just Not laughing. believing a word he's saying. Oh, yeah. I'm letting him totally go. Like, he needs to get this out. Just like, mm-hmm. You can think that you're not going to marry me, but you are. <laughs> we were at a park yeah. with the kids. Yeah. It's a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon after church. And we're we just, just hanging out. Got done. Because, yeah. Anyways. We could go into this story later. We will go into it later. But I just think it's funny that it was me that he was venting that to, that I don't ever want to get married again. I'm done dating. And it was, yeah. Yeah. So anyways. And he did break up with his girlfriend the next day. I think I did. You did. I'm just kidding. He he told me the other day he still has a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) He never really broke up with her. (laughs) Yeah, I told her. I don't think I, I don't think I actually broke that off yet. I think I still have a girlfriend. <laughs> it was actually because I saw her the other night. That's why oh, you were yeah. telling me that. Anyways, okay. What else? Anything else we want to know about dating or during that time frame? Did you go to counseling at all after you got divorced? No way. I didn't need that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> yeah. We all no, probably should have. So I, I traveled quite a bit. I mean, I... Oh yeah, you went with your friends. Yeah, and... I went and hung out with my friends. Went, you know, I went to Costa Rica. I went San Diego. Didn't you go there a bunch? I went to San Diego, Mexico. Like, I had fun. I enjoyed it. I. So you took advantage of this time and just looked at it from the best. Absolutely. Which we to. talked about this morning. You enjoyed the benefits of being single. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The traveling, the lippage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. It was fun. Is that where we're stopping? I have one more question before we end. Oh. That I just thought of. So during this time too, how was your relationship with Anne? I've always wondered this. Yeah, while how you were dating. Was my relationship with Anne? Yes. Because this is like leading up to where I come into the picture. Yeah. I came into the picture first. Don't skip me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um. 
it was it was decent i mean you made it work we made it work and we were i could at least go to her house and drop the kids off yeah and she's in a relationship with bill at this point yeah and she's about at this point she's she's now married to bill okay um and they have a baby they have a baby how old was their baby when you guys got married Pretty dang young. She I was, remember. It's like one or two. She uh, oh. not even that old. Really? Yeah, I didn't think she, she was. She was only like nine months or something. Yeah, I thought she was less than a year. Oh, cute baby. I remember. Yeah. I don't remember. She was a cute baby. So yeah. I don't know why. So it was pretty amicable. You made it work. No big drama or anything during that time. No. That's good. Maybe it was all my fault. What? What was your fault? The drama. Meh. I'm just teasing. <laughs> so yeah, that is an interesting fact. That's why I was wondering. I was thinking about that today because I've never really asked you that how things were. Well, and, and I mean, so when I first moved into the house downtown, I mean, I was right downtown. Yeah, that was. I actually really loved that house. Oh, and it's. Like, I know you did. They've renovated since you guys moved out. It's amazing now. I know that's what we wanted to do. So my business partner actually owned that house. I remember you guys were going to buy it. Why didn't you? He gave... Ugh. We just... He gave us a screaming deal, too. The problem was... It would be worth like four times that much now. I know. The issue was going to be, though, is it was not set up well for our family. You were going to have all. to do an addition. We were going to have to put in... the kitchen. S- yes. Yeah. So much work into it that we just decided first yeah. money wasn't worth it to do it. And then secondly... It was not worth the headache of putting that much money in. But that of location doing all that. and that cute It was on facade. a busy street too, though, and we had little kids. Yeah. That was our other... It was fine. I, we just had a few. And we ended up buying a house. Penny and I drove... Close by. Down that alley recently. Yeah. Where she learned to ride a bike behind yeah. that house. Yeah. Those videos came up on my memories yeah. the other day. I love them. Matt yeah. chasing Penny around in the yeah. backyard. Penny's not sentimental like I am. So doing stuff like that, she's just like, yeah, now can we go get ice cream or something? <laughs> and I'm like, honey, this is where you first rode your bike. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Let's go. <laughs> um, but What was I saying? Oh, so first moving into the house, like that was a bachelor pad for me. Like, yeah, I was right downtown. I had, you know, my kids part time. Like, well, didn't your cousin live with you for a while, too? Yeah, my cousin lived with me for a little bit. But I remember there was some electrical work that I needed done yeah. um, because the, dr- I mean, the dryer, sometimes you have different outlets that you need for your dryer and I didn't have the right outlet. Well, whichever one you need is not the one you have. Like, exactly. That's just that's, a given. <laughs> when you move into a house, whatever dryer you bring with you, it will not be the other one. Yeah, that you just yes. replaced in the uh-huh. other place. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had Bill who's an electrician, come over and, and fix that for oh, me. Oh, really? And yeah. Bill. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I I called him up and asked him, hey, I have some electrical work that I need done. Like, can you come take a look at it? I mean, that's kind of how the relationship was. Oh, good. This is making me wonder then when, I guess I remember when, but why things took a turn with you and Ann and Bill. It's all well, Jessica's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll get to that in a few episodes, but it was after you guys were married, yeah. real quick after you guys were married. Yeah, but one of the things, too, that, and I'll bring it up again, is 
I absolutely, this is when in this house, this is when I fell in love with mountain biking again, because this was an outlet for me to move my body. And I was right downtown, which downtown Boise is, you have foothills right yeah. next right to you. Yeah, you can be right downtown and five minutes in the other direction. You're up in the foothills. On your bike, five That's minutes. Amazing. And you were right in between those two. Right. Good spot to be. And so I would almost, almost daily after work or before work, I would go ride my bike. And at this time, again, I had this recurring revenue come in monthly that I really didn't have to do anything to get. I had already made the sell. Um, so you had free time. So I had free time. I had, and I was trying to build the business back to what it used to be with ships. So, yeah. And I was working part-time at UPS still. So I, I mean, I had, I had decent money. I had decent, like. Decent money, decent flexibility. Sounds yep. like. And so decent I would. home location. Yeah. I would go up in the foothills and ride my bike. And then. I'd go, go out to, on dates. I would go to the gym. Like once or twice a day. And yeah, it's all right there in my backyard. And that's where, and Matt and I met through, oh no, I was going to say through mountain biking, but no, it wasn't. It was, no. It was church. It was that church. Yep. I remember the holiday in pen that I borrowed from you. I need that back, please. No, I just bar- <laughs> I borrowed it. I gave it right back to you. Oh, okay. Good Dang thing. It. <laughs> and I remember Ben was our Elders Crumb president at the time. And then we all started mountain biking together. Yeah. Such great stories coming, you guys. I'm thinking about all these things. I'm excited. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time. Any other questions about this time of my life? I don't think so. I think you've covered it. Yeah? Yep. Okay. All right. Actually, I do have one more. What is it? Steve. How long have you had this haircut? (laughs) My entire life. It's been varying that, lengths the, of this haircut. That's the answer but I was expecting. It's the same haircut. Yeah. So Steve thought that Matt was balding when we first got married. And then he just realized Matt has a big forehead. <laughs> 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 but literally from like every picture of you as a kid, like your yeah. forehead's the same. You're not yeah, losing your hair. Gigantic. It's not gigantic. Thanks. And I'm totally fine with my gigantic forehead. My frontal cortex is huge. <laughs> Shaking my head. You're not balding either. No, I got these. What is these? I these don't see any balding. In like college. Okay. Where I got, I don't know, what do you call these? On the sides, like above my temples, you know, like the little receding hairline thingy. Okay. So are you going to have like a patch in the middle? I It hasn't changed in a decade. Oh. I've two. never thought anything so about it. In college, all of a sudden, this part just disappeared, and that's then it stayed exactly the same since then. <laughs> so I got a text from my uncle, who likes to razz me sometimes. I love him. Do I know your uncle? Yeah. Doan and Penny? Oh, yeah. Grandma Penny? Yeah. He sent me this picture. Of you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. How old are you? That was when... Should we post this on... Yeah, that was when I got married to Anne. Same hair. Yeah, less, isn't that hilarious? Less wrinkles in that big forehead. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but what he said, he said, he said, with hair plugs, you could look this sexy once again. <laughs> <laughs> but I took that as a challenge, so I think I'm going to... This next time. <laughs> going to make it match and take a black and white picture? Yeah, I'm, gr- I'm growing my hair back. It's bringing sexy back. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right, now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.